Welcome to episode 067, a life update from me, our big move, and holding space for children's emotions. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful, and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body, and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. So I'm back. How exciting that right now I am sitting on my bed, gazing out my new bedroom window and all I can see are incredibly green lush trees I can see our beautiful big backyard and the new trampoline that the kids bounce on regularly throughout the day I see an orange tree that has the most delicious fruit still growing on it I see off in the distance beautiful cute little houses and jacaranda trees blooming and blue sky I have landed, we have landed, we are in our new home, we relocated out of Sydney, which explains the quietness here on One Work Mama. I decided rather than pushing shit up a hill, that I would just pull back on everything else that I love to put my attention into, but also obviously takes time and energy and that of course, he's podcasting and creating and running breathwork classes and all that sort of stuff. But we are in our second week now and I've started to feel the stirrings of being in and immersing in the beautiful work that I love to do in creating, in sharing, in talking, exploring, in deep diving. So when I open up my laptop, it feels like a gift. It feels like a almost like a form of meditation and coming home back to me and the parts of me that love to create and share and serve. So I firstly just want to say thank you for holding space for me through this transition and for supporting me in this time off and space away from work because it feels even sweeter to come back to this podcast and to my work and of course to sharing with you. So today's episode is kind of a little update for you just to get back on track and a little share about some of the big stuff that's been unfolding here and that's taken up most of my emotional and mental space and of course everything I share is hopefully to provide you with some insight or some wisdom or perhaps little guidance if you're going through something similar too. So let's dial back a few weeks as you are all aware We moved house, we relocated from Sydney to the Central Coast and that process, although really only about the last eight to ten weeks of the packing and the moving, has actually been a process that began way back in 2017 when I was pregnant with Raf. My husband wanted to move to a house, of course, we were living in a small two-bedroom apartment that served us well when we were just a couple and was fast becoming quite Uh, challenging with a growing family Uh, and I didn't want to live too far from the beach and we couldn't really see how we could make that work in Sydney so for those of you who aren't from Sydney 
or not from Australia, Sydney is a very, very expensive city when it comes to property and we wanted to buy a home. We no longer wanted to be renters. So I had an insight that perhaps the Central Coast, which is only an hour and a half out of Sydney, would be the perfect option for us. So we began exploring. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs on this episode because I've shared about it many times before, but it wasn't an easy process. What unfolded was a huge spiritual transformation as I had to unpack so many layers of resistance and so many blocks and also managing the energetic imbalance in the apartment that we were at, as well as obviously going through birth and the early stages of motherhood with my second child, Raf. So fast forward to August this year, and I had been told by a healer and mentor that we would find something in August. August 29th rolled around, and that day came. So over the next eight weeks that followed, I slowly and diligently began packing up the house. And in that space and time, I also slowly and diligently did all the admin required to move. And that's a lot. (laughs) For those of you that have relocated, it's not a small thing. But I didn't mind it. I really enjoyed actually bringing all of my energy into this project because it felt purposeful and important and sacred. And it felt like a rite of passage. But nonetheless, it consumed me mentally and emotionally because there was a lot to do. And of course, I also had to be navigating the children and our normal lives and Uh, helping them understand the process of change as well, as well as going through my own process of change and gently uprooting myself from an area that I actually grew up in. So where I live, used to live in Coogee, that was my home for 22 years. I moved and I travelled and I left and I went all sorts of places and eventually came back to Coogee when I had my own children. So it was a process Then came moving day, week around that point and the emotions in the family started to rise, as you would expect. I even shared on socials, packing up the house the final two days, those last bits that you just can't do onto the last few days. And I would be in my daughter's room, for example, and I would be looking around this room and just remembering and being flooded with moments rocking her to sleep, tending to her in the middle of the night, a place that she had inhabited since she was five months old and smelling her in every corner of that room, being able to smell her own signature scent. And I would be packing and and crying, packing and crying, packing and crying and just allowing the tears to roll and release and to be in the experience of letting go. It felt like that purge had to happen in that way. So as you can imagine, my daughter especially was going through a similar experience. I remember there was one point on the final day when the children were watching TV and they were surrounded by boxes being carried out of their house. And I remember seeing my daughter laser focus on the TV and I could feel her just trying to keep it together. So those two days, once the removalists took everything. My husband was up here unpacking with a friend and doing all of that heavy stuff, which was awesome. I did all the planning and the packing and the organization and he got all the beds into the right places and got the fridge in and all of that stuff. 
But those two days ended up being so magical and so intense and so like, wow, I could not have predicted it at all. The moment when myself, my daughter or my son were sat on the stairs and we watched the removalist truck drive away, which I felt was a really important part for them to experience. I needed them to see the finality of it all and to comprehend that this change was real and to not sugarcoat it and to be there to hold space for the emotions that I'm fo- that followed. And the emotions followed. They were confused. Poor little Soleil was howling literally into the rain. It was quite poignant actually that it was raining and just sobbing and Little Raphael was confused because he was watching his father drive away and he was not sure what was going on with that. So what I want to share here is, obviously this is not in order, but over those two days and then of course the next week, there were many, many, many moments where my children, who, although so incredibly resilient and blew my mind with how easily they transitioned and how beautifully they adjusted, and how quickly they took to their new home and space. Although all of that was very much the um, the most obvious component of their experience, what were also was very obvious and very important was their emotions and their experience. I made a point of not shutting down any of their feelings. So if somebody would say, either my son or my daughter... I don't like this house, I want to go back to Koji. I would first acknowledge and I would say, wow, you're having really big feelings about this place or I can see that you're really sad at the moment. And then I would okay that feeling and I would say, it's really okay that you feel like that. I feel like that too. There's a lot of adjustment here. And then I would take a deep breath and I would exhale, quite obviously, to allow them to do the same and to feel my nervous system regulate, soften my voice, soften my facial expression, be there close but not too close, and then hold space. Because what would usually follow if I did this in that sequence was a release of emotion. Crying, maybe some sort of movement, maybe the need of a hug, maybe a little bit of screaming, maybe throwing something. And I would just wait and then be with them in that and then just say, so what do you like about this new place? Or what does excite you about this move? And sometimes I would also say, tell me what you miss about Coogee and how exciting that it's only an hour and a half away. So this was a really important part of the process because it also allowed me to reparent myself through my experience with change. I actually never moved as a child. We, uh, me in particular, not the rest of my family, but me in particular, once my family was in our family home in Coogee, we never moved. It's still the same home that I grew up in that I get to visit every time I visit my parents. So I've done a lot of that work in adjusting to the idea of change by many years of moving and relocating since becoming an adult, but also in the process leading up to finding this house, the two years of unpacking and working through all of this. But in my children expressing their emotions, I was actually able to sit with how I'm actually feeling. How do I feel that I'm now here? How does it feel that I'm now staring at these incredible trees, this hinterland, and I can't actually see the ocean anymore? 
but I know it's close. How does it feel that I'm in an area that is actually foreign to me, where I don't know anybody, where there is nobody locally that I would consider a friend yet? How does that feel? And then, of course, the same process with myself and my husband. There has been a lot of personal stuff unfolding for my husband and, of course, lots of tension as we do so much to get this house set up. We unpacked in three days and, of course, there's still things to do. There always are with a house and there's always things that are not able to do just yet but will do soon. So there's been tension and there's been intensity but there's also been lightness and joy and a softness as we find our roots grounding and earthing in to what is going to be our family home for quite a while. Now the other piece of this, as you can see the theme here is about emotional holding, is what unfolded the week following. So come the Monday after we moved, which was the Friday before, we had to begin the very quick process of finding a school for Soleil. So what other parents probably do over the space of a year, we did in a week. So in one week, my sensitive, sensory little girl went to two schools tours and two orientations. In a bid to give her the opportunity to pick what school was right for her. And she was so incredibly brave and she was as compliant as you could imagine. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's not an easy thing to say, okay, I'll do another orientation. She listened she was willing, she had her pushback moments, but mostly she was like, okay, we'll try this. Come the Friday after she'd been to two school tours and two orientations, she fell apart and I was expecting it and I was ready for it, but she really fell apart. She was exhausted, she was overwhelmed, she was confused. Of course, big school is confusing and she was letting it all move through her body. There were multiple mini breakdowns throughout the day and she tested my ability to hold space. And there were many moments where I had to just sit nearby and breathe and wait for her to wriggle and move and cry and scream and moan. Very guttural sounds coming out of her very um, animalistic movements and loud, intense crying. I just had to be with that. And it's incredibly triggering, triggering when that happens and very challenging to sit and be with it because, of course, I was not raised in a household that supported big feelings and emotions. Most of us weren't. And I also was raised in a household that uh, swung very quickly to yelling and screaming so anything that kind of tips my nervous system back into feeling like a young child, you know, witnessing yelling or screaming or feeling like a young child not being heard in my own pain, then of course I get taken back to that place and my nervous system goes straight there. And it takes a lot for me. I've got to reparent and regulate through that. I've got to breathe. I've got to move. I've got to slow it down. I've got to stay out of my head. I've got to um, not run away or disconnect, or dissociate, or shut down. And I had this little motto or, or phrase in my mind going over and over. She is adjusting to so much. She's transitioning to so much. 
hold her in compassion, hold her in compassion, hold her with love and compassion. And it was huge. Now, to add to all of that, my daughter did end up choosing a school at the 11th hour and she chose a school that I, in my gut, didn't feel was right. I saw something at one of these schools that just didn't sit right with me. So I then had to find a way to convince her to go back to her original decision and her original choice, which was her gut instinct and her intuitive choice. So we've had a messy few days, but yet we're blessed with this space and this fresh air and this greenery and these open beaches where nobody else is on them and a trampoline that regulates their nervous systems and a quiet, quiet cul-de-sac where we don't hear any buses and motorbikes. So even though I'm sharing these messy moments, it's actually been really beautiful because there's this incredible home that is holding us through all of this now. In amongst all of this, we've done our own house clearing energetically. I've also called on my friend uh, and mentor, Shananda, who's done a beautiful clearing on the home and tuning into the land and sent me some incredible messages and guidance that I'm going to be following. We have explored, we've gone to beaches and gone on bushwalks. We've potted in the garden and dug up earth and played and bounced and laughed and cooked. And all of this in just 10 days. And it's only the beginning. There is so much change that's going to keep coming from here. The first time they go to their new swimming class. The first time Soleil starts at her kindy. The first time Rafi meets a new friend or starts at a little play center for himself. Everything is going to be a first for a very long time. So I'm really embracing and surrendering to deep change and transformation for this family unit and also willing to see that it's going to take a while before it feels incredible and amazing and best move ever and all of that sort of stuff. I'm just taking it one day at a time and trying to be as present I possibly can whilst not letting go of all of my needs at the same time. So this week I've come back into my breath work and into my meditation and started moving my body again and talking to my children about how I really need that. That's the best way that I can support them. So I'm really enjoying this space of experimenting with this deep immersion for my family and this space and then also finding myself within those depths as well. And I can't wait to see what's going to bloom from this change. And all of that, underpinning all of that, is emotionally holding myself. Being with my feelings as they arrive and the sensations in my body. Being with the thoughts as they come forward and checking the clarity and the cleanliness of the words that I'm using. The language that I choose and the thoughts that are rolling through my mind continuously. Is this serving me? Does this support me? And actually taking the pressure off, there is no rush for anything to be done by a certain point. There is no pressure for anything to be perfect in a certain way. 
And it feels good just to soften into that. We had half of our backyard that needed to be re-turfed because the previous owners had dogs. And when the landscapers came in and they were tilling the soil, they called out to me and they said, Claire, please tell me that you were going to be planting vegetables in this garden. And I said, absolutely. One project at a time, but absolutely that is my plan. That is one of my dreams. And they said, because the earth here is so lush and so healthy, this is going to bring you so much goodness. And I was watching them till this earth and I thought, isn't that just spectacular? That's how this feels, you know. It feels like we are just, um, you know, rooting in, grounding in, earthing in. And we kind of have to, uh, what's the word? I'm, we're kind of tilling our way through this place bit by bit, bit by bit, energetically creating some flow here. So for me in this space and for my family in this space, there feels like there is so much goodness to come and so much lushness, but all in good time. And this new turf that's laid down, it will find its roots and it will earth and it will properly be part of this land, but that will take time too. But the foundation there is beautiful and delicious and lush and supremely healthy. And I feel like all the work that we are doing in this home playing in here, pottering in here, dealing with the emotions one by one, all in here. This feels really important and sacred in the process of rooting in and earthing down. I have so much more that I want to share with you and I'm really glad to be back on the podcast. I want to dive in a little bit more into the experience of exploring schooling because that has been a process in itself, choosing between mainstream schooling and of course the more left alternative type of schooling. I also want to share with you the difference in settling into quite distinct roles between myself and my partner, feminine and masculine roles, and swinging between them both to support each other and the family. But for now, I'm going to leave this little update with you. And over the next few episodes, I'll start to roll out more of those uh, podcast episodes that I want to share with you. But of course, I would love to hear from you if there's anything particular that you want me to share or any particular topics that you want me to dive into. Please do hit me up. You can just send me an email, claire at clarabade.com, and I will gladly uh, dive into that topic if it, that feels aligned and good for me. It's so good to be back chatting with you. Thank you so much for being patient, and I cannot wait to share more with you. I do hope you enjoyed this little update. So much love and light to you and I hope to connect with you again really soon. Thank you so much for tuning into One Woke Mama. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that One Woke Mama lands in the hearts and the ears of those that need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade underscore. I'm just one mama on the path to woke and I hope you choose to wake up with me too.